0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of wrestling is trash a podcast where a group of grown men have a bunch of grown women men whatever you want to be identified as weekly and we sit here and we talk about either the current product and the professional wrestling slash sports entertainment we throw out our compliments our complaints the good the bad what we would do differently things we want to see we talk about how we would book a territory and wwe aew new japan they'd all be forgotten about because we would run the world even though we have no credibility whatsoever but speaking of credibility the man i have with me today very very popular on the social media world put in the past two years you know he's out there i'm pretty sure at this point everyone knows him wwe probably even knows him like to join and introduce my boy malik how you doing malik i'm doing good man how about you brother I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Always here to talk wrestling. I love talking wrestling. Um, I don't know if you, how often you listen. Thank you once again for coming back on. But the, the, the men, I'd like to say my fellow co-hosts, Dan and Lou, you know, they, they, a, little, they a little older. They ain't old older or anything. They still in the game. Don't get me wrong. They're my boys. They older, so they know a little more. They understand more. They like to break things down more. And I'm very open. About being kind of like the WWE guy of the group, like I love AEW, going to Double or Nothing at the end of the month, but it's like you know I mean, I, I'm, I'm true, I'm true to my colors from the beginning, and I feel that's kind of how you are. I feel we're very similar in that aspect. Like it's kind of open, in my opinion, from what I see. You know, you're a pro WWE guy, but you support everything, whatever. Yeah, you I mean, wrong well, on I'm, that assumption. I watch pretty much anything. I watch
1: everything. I mean, uh, I post <laughs> mainly most about this stuff like WWE related, just because that's. Just, most of the people on my channel want to see like that's yep. most like most of the questions are either about WWE or some stuff. Uh, I try to talk about other things here and there, but it's like it doesn't really get the same amount of views or like people just don't interact with it as much. You know what I mean? So I just try to stick to you know what what people like for my channel stuff. But I mean, I watch aw I watch New Japan, mm-hmm. WWE, I, I keep up pretty much anything. So uh, I mean, growing up, I only watched WWE and TNA, that was it. uh Everything yeah. else I didn't start watching until as I got older. But I mean,
0: yeah. most of my
1: knowledge is pro WWE though. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way, especially though, like, I'd like to say since probably the, uh, you know, since Corona COVID-19 started and everything like that, you know, I really gunned AEW a lot, a lot more just cause I'm home. And then once you get into it, they've done a good job with some storylines, in my opinion, that keep you around like that. And we were talking the other day on the show, the MJ and Wardlow storyline, I feel they're doing phenomenal with that one. Um, oh. I gave them, uh, for the first quarter of the year. I actually made MJF my MVP because I think he's just killing it, you know. I love especially how he's out there saying, like, hey, if Vince McMahon pays me, I'll go there. Like, I love how he's doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Um,
1: Yeah, teasing a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, so today what we're going to be going over, as we spoke previously, we're going to be breaking down WrestleMania Backlash a little bit of a pre-show. But before we get into that, I like to spread the love everywhere. So first off, you know, we were just on the topic. How are you feeling about AEW as of late? Uh, I kind of feel the same way I do about WWE.
1: There are always things that intrigue me, and there are things that I, just, I don't really care for. Um, I feel like that's how wrestling is nowadays, you know. Uh, I don't really watch, like, full episodes of TV shows anymore. I usually just record them, and I just go through, like, the recorded show and just watch the stuff that I want to see that interests me. I basically just keep up with the stuff that I like, you know what I mean? So, um, there's some stuff in AW that, that day, like said the MJF little thing. I think it's great. Um, and man, to CM Punk, I'm interested in that one. Definitely interested, uh... For where that's gonna take off. I'm interested to see if they if they make Punk the champion or if he's being used to try to help get hangman over more. Um mm-hmm. I'm interested to see that aspect because kind of like I'm kinda of like 50-50 on the end. Like well, they could make Punk their champion, he's pretty much their biggest star in the company, honestly. Uh, they could make him the world champion and push him, maybe uh world champion the way that he wanted to be in WWE. Uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, he's valued as the top guy. Uh, because even though when he was world champion in WWE during that 434 day reign he's i mean he, he was a guy but he wasn't the top guy you know because john cena was the top guy um yeah was they weren't going to push him over john cena so maybe now he can finally get that that recognition that he feels like he deserves uh no no because when he was WWE champion sometimes he'd miss out on the main events or he wasn't being booked right properly in, in certain matches you know what i mean so if he's the World Champion AW, you know, they could use him kind of maybe how they're using Roman. Roman's always in the main event, unless he's yeah uh, something like bigger, you know what I mean, or he's the opening match. But I'm intrigued to see what they do by that. You know, I kind of feel like Hangman, hey, you know, when he was over uh back when he was facing Jericho, that would have been the right time to make him the World Champion. But it also would have been a bad time, too, because AW is so fresh and new. You have to make somebody the champion that people are familiar with and Chris Jericho. Yeah, that
0: right. established
1: star is established legend in wrestling, you know what I mean? Now it kind of feels like he's not as over as he was then, you know what I mean? I'm going to say he's stale, but I kind of feel like his reaction is a little bit different every week. You know, some people are into him, then some mm-hmm. people are not into him. So I don't know if they're trying to make Punk uh, you to utilize him, like I said, to help get him over more, or if he's going to drop
0: the title to Punk and Hangman's going to move on to do something else. So I'm intrigued to see what they do. That yeah, so, Yeah, I like what they're doing with that because I personally want Punk to win because my opinion is – Think man's done good as a champion you know i'm happy they went got behind him and did it but now i want to see punk i'm a big punk guy i was back in the day um so i still am and then i just think maybe it'll bring more eyes to the product because you know that's just how it is like i bet you when the rock came back in 2012 and 13 and had that three month title reign people were coming back to see you know and It's obvious punk draws people, but then I even like what they're doing with Danielson and Moxley and Yuta. Like, I think they're doing great with that. You know, yeah, they're just jobbing people out right now, but I think that's good. I even like to the fact that they each have their own entrance. I still think that school kind of gives them a mystique. I'm big on the house of black. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa. I think that's going to be a really good one. Um, You know, Serena's on record saying, you know, she was more of a coach than a performer which is very obvious when she had her time in WWE. So definitely excited, definitely excited to see all that, see where it goes, that Forbidden Door pay-per-view. I don't know how often you read the news, um, like sold out today in like under an hour or like a couple of hours in Chicago. Like it's pretty dope to see, you know, other companies. Yeah, I, I, think
1: it, I think it was just the, uh, the pre-sale tickets for as I know. I think tickets officially go on sale tomorrow, but they have like pre-sale oh. tickets you can get like.
0: Yeah, so I imagine night. it's going to be probably just as good though.
1: Yeah, it's going to sell out for sure. I plan yeah. on going,
0: though, so. You do? Yeah. You yeah, have to say, you're in Ohio, correct? No, Kentucky. No? Kentucky, okay, okay, okay. I knew very close to that area. So how far is that for you? Uh, maybe five hours. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. Like, me, I'm in, like, I'm an hour above San Diego. Um, so being able to go to, like, Vegas is only three hours. That's why I was able to go to SummerSlam, able to go to this. Fingers yeah. crossed, hopefully go to Mania. I've been to SoFi Stadium to see the Maybe, you, to, maybe you can hit up Money, money in the Bank's in, in Vegas too this year too. So. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to try. You know, these things get a little expensive, and that's probably an expensive weekend. I have some set yeah, aside, so we'll definitely see. It's definitely on. I, I think usually like SummerSlam, it's like, all right, it's there, I'm going. I haven't been to a show since COVID. Then it's like, all right, I want to go see Double or Nothing. You know what I mean? I have to go. That's like, I would say that and all out you know, are there big pay per view So it's like, I got to do that. Like I wanted to do that more than money in the bank. So money in the Bank's all going to be based off card. And, uh, what I can get ticket. I'll probably try to sit cheaper for that one. Um, but yeah, mania next year is only going to be literally, I've done that drive from my house to that stadium is literally like an hour. So oh, definitely. Cool, yeah. yeah. yeah definitely it's to good. the point. It's to the point. Even if I went to both nights, like I could just drive home in between nights. I don't even got to get a room. Um, so I should post my extra bedroom as like an Airbnb for wrestling fans. You know what I mean? Hey, come through. <laughs> yeah, you, can make, you
1: can make some money off that, man.
0: Maybe pay for my ticket. <laughs> yeah. Money. Like, hey, if I, if, uh, Yep. You if know if what if I mean? Um, something like that. You got
1: somewhere to stay for free. You
0: know? Yeah. But speaking of mania, you know, it was very known on your social media that you went, you got to meet, you know, some legends, some current. So for your first mania, how was it? Uh, it was great, man. Uh, definitely uh, checked it off the bucket list.
1: I feel like. I feel like every wrestling fan uh, should experience WrestleMania at least once, even if you're really not into the WWE product anymore. It still don't matter, man. You you got to you got to experience WrestleMania at least once in your life. It's it's a, it's a lifetime experience, man. The best wrestling experience I've ever had as a wrestling fan, by far. It's it's just insane, like how the week is just packed with so much. Cause like anybody is there. Like you could you could walk on the street and see any legend. You could see any superstar. You could see any broadcaster. You could see any TikToker. You know you could see anybody. Like everybody's there. Yeah. Neither much think of yes yeah, it's, it's crazy hey, you
0: say oh yeah it's crazy no, you say that i went to uh mania 35 in new york and uh so, uh me and my buddy were at the hotel and all of a sudden we're getting the elevator doors closed and all i hear is hey can you hold that player and it was teddy long and i was wow my boy looked at me he's like Yo, Teddy long just called the player and yeah. my in my head we're like marking out you know what i mean i'm like oh yes sir you know what i mean i'll try to be as polite as i could But it was like, yeah, you never just know who you're going to run into there. Um, As far as pops, who had pop of the weekend, in your opinion?
1: At WrestleMania?
0: Yeah, between both nights, just loud as pop. Oh, Austin, for sure. I ain't close. Austin? Yeah, there's nothing. And then would would you say Cody was a close second, or is he a little... Cody was
1: up there, but literally from the beginning of the promo package all the way to when he walked out, everybody was on their feet this way. And when he came out in that glass shatter, it, it was
0: insane. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to, I got to ask cause I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. I watch his show every day. Seems like the, the, uh, the crowd was pretty pumped for him and like behind yeah, him from, from the great. entrance on. Pat McAfee great, man. I love Pat McAfee. Um, yeah. He's just, he's just hysterical.
1: And he, I think he's, he's great in the ring for a celebrity. Yeah. He's awesome, man. He's awesome. I'd love to see him have more matches. Uh, he got a pretty good ovation too, man. People were really behind him. You know, singing his entrance team and everything when he came out, you know, he was he, he he had a really good, uh really good performance, man, against theory. That was probably one of the top five best matches of WrestleMania night went into.
0: Yeah, especially with Austin and then McMahon doing the worst sell on oh, stunner that was history. Terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, that was, awful. It was It was so bad it was funny though. Like it was like you still so, couldn't help but laugh, you know. And that's where I'll defend Vince, like yo, he's 76, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> give him – give him. I get it a lot of people are on that dude's case between firing people and everything. He but, always took bad starters anyway, though, you know. Like he, he, he's always, yeah, he was never, ever, ever good at it. Um. Yeah, so I definitely thought, you know, Mania was good, you know, especially because my newest thing with WWE – because I'll say this. Every time AEW, they only do four a year for their big pay-per-views. They're always good in my opinion. They're great in my opinion. You know, some people think otherwise, but – with WWE, unless it's a big show like Mania, I try not to go into with expectations. Like, for example, I kind of want your thoughts. Like, I wasn't a big fan of the Rumble this year. I don't know if you were. No, I wasn't either. No, like, I thought it was cool in the beginning with Roman and Seth. I
1: also and- think, though, people people had their expectations too high about the Rumble this year. You know, about the Forbidden Door stuff and everything. Like, yeah, WWE never said anything about a Forbidden Door. That was never promised. That was just... Going around just because Mickey James was in the Royal Rumble, like you know, they never mm-hmm. said anything about that for sure happening. So I think people had their expectations too high. Plus, what also I think hurt it was that there were no NXT superstars and there were no surprise returns. You know, and we, Besides- live in the era, <laughs> we live in the era now where it's like the Royal Rumble was known for surprise returns. Like back when we were growing up, you just watched the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like it didn't matter who showed up. Like it, you know, this they had enough stars, you know, to fill a Royal Rumble. You know, where you didn't have to have any big returns. Now the returns are like a big part that people want to see. So. Um, it definitely was downworded a little bit though. Uh, the show could have been booked a lot better than what it was.
0: Um, but you know, it is. man, yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot too. Like I, I, I don't, I still don't know why they did it, but when they posted that photo of like taker and bad bunny, like if bad bunny is in randomly like St. Louis, like that's not, I've lived in Missouri. That's not a huge, like I have to go to this. Like you kind of knew he was probably going to be in the match. And even yeah. Taker, potentially, obviously, he wasn't, and he's sticking to his retirement thing, but, you know, that could have been something there as well, where it's like, why are you, why are you doing this? Like, you know what I mean? You had a, because Bad Bunny, he got a big pop anyway, but if that was on social media, I think it would have been even bigger.
1: Well, it's, uh, you know, I don't blame WWE for, for spoiling stuff nowadays. It's hard to keep everything a secret. I mean, if they don't say it, it's going to get out anyway, so we mm-hmm. live in the era of, of social media, so it's, we don't we don't live in that kayfabe area anymore where everything has to be kept, kept secret, like somebody's mm-hmm. gonna somebody eventually gonna get their hands on it and leak it out bro Like it's, it's just gonna get out there somehow and so
0: yeah,
1: yeah. it'll be this one step ahead you know just like we're just gonna go ahead and put it out there that's why they put some of the people in the Royal rumble like you know some people are coming back let's go ahead and put it out there because
0: if, if somebody's gonna put it out there so yeah no i agree because it's kind of like if mickey james would have just been a surprise that would have been a talk for like a week right but they prompt that like three weeks in advance and it brought eyes and then uh you know, I think we say it all the time when me and the boys usually together. That sometimes the wrestling fans are just the worst people, though. Yeah, they definitely can be fickle, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they and they do a lot to themselves, you know. But um, but yeah. So speaking of WrestleMania, it's about three weeks since no more now. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, a month a month now. I'll say and we're approaching. I guess the new word for the pay per view WrestleMania backlash taking place in Providence, Rhode Island, you know, my hometown. So my, my boys I watched wrestling growing up with since elementary school are going to be there. So I think it's going to be uh, pretty cool. So before we get into the card, you know, uh, how are you feeling about this pay-per-view fresh off of Mania? Like what are your thoughts just initially going into it?
1: Uh, it's average. I don't expect anything uh, spectacular. I don't think anybody should. It's a very average card. Uh, they probably won't start doing um, – I say sacking the cards up more probably to money in the bank since the stadium this year. Maybe for the next pay per view, I think the next one's Hell in a Cell. So
0: yep,
1: uh, they could do something big for Hell in a Cell too because you know it's Hell in a Cell. But
0: uh, I don't expect, I don't expect too much. I, I figured just
1: figured this, you know, just to be maybe an average show.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm going in. I'm going in with no expectations um, because the name's kind of there. WrestleMania backlash. Like you know, what I mean, like it's it's backlash historically has been known for repeats of Mania. So I'm expecting that. I still think it's going to be a good show, though, because those are the shows that usually deliver. But like you're saying with the stadium show, I don't even expect maybe much for Hell in a Cell because starting July, they got Money in the Bank in a stadium, Summer Slams in a stadium, and then they got the show in Cardiff in a stadium. Yeah. So even like Drew and Roman, I don't. Unless, I don't know, I don't know if they fight maybe at SummerSlam, then they have a rematch there, but they're going to hold off on that. That's why it's, I don't think it's happening Sunday, personally.
1: Yeah, I think they're
0: going to hold off on that.
1: I mean, if they are, tr- if that would make the most sense, but I don't know if they're going to push it that far because mm-hmm. it's all the way in, uh, in September, but we'll see. we still got a lot of months to plan out and be ahead of
0: time. So. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot. And then just simply going down the list, the first match we got on the card, SmackDown Women's Championship charlotte flair the champion versus ronda rousey in an i quit match mm-hmm. who do you, do you think this is ron this time do you think she uh she'll get the bell here yeah she's not losing an I Quit match uh yeah you you gotta think that ruins her aura in a way i
1: think uh, i thought i mean i for sure thought she was gonna win at WrestleMania 38 for sure mm-hmm. but then she lost uh which is only her second loss in wwe so her losing an i quit match it's like john cena losing an i quit match like it's not gonna happen you know what i mean like she's she's yeah. not gonna quit um I expect I think this match will be good though. I think this will be better than the match at WrestleMania. The match at WrestleMania is kind of a little slow a little bit. Um, but I think this match will be uh more physical and it'll it'll it'll, it'll hit more than it did at WrestleMania. So I, I'm expecting this to be a pretty good match, but yeah, I don't I don't think Charlotte is, is, is winning this match. I think Ronda is going to uh make her quit and then take smack the SmackDown women's title.
0: Yeah, it's kinda nuts actually uh Charlotte, the two matches at Mania, I for sure thought she was gonna lose. She won. Like she I thought she was gonna lose to Ronda, and then I thought in eighteen she was gonna lose to Asuka. Yeah. And she didn't. So maybe they do that as a way to like keep you on your toes. And I think they kinda know deep down, like everyone hates well not hates, but not everyone is on the high course for Charlotte. You know, like the internet fans are very big into like Bianca, Sasha, especially. I'm a big Sasha guy personally. Yeah, um true. You know what I mean? So yeah, there she is right there on your shirt. So uh hopefully she gets her shine maybe by SummerSlam, Sasha's. You know, she that didn't get to happen last year. Um, which was kind of wild. And then um, but yeah, so yeah, I think the same thing. I don't think Rhonda's gonna lose. Um, I'm more intrigued to see what they do next with Rhonda yeah. being the champion. Because I thought personally I Get it. Not a lot of fans might have liked Ronda's raw run because like oh you're a part-timer She did only have it I think from SummerSlam to mania So you kind of knew she was gonna go and I kind of have the same feeling here that she'll prop most Likely be champion till mania whenever she wins So that's the only thing like I don't I think I'm a firm believer like a person like a Brock or a Ronda they don't need the title or even necessarily need to be in the title match. Their name brings value alone. Um and Goldberg, same thing. So I'm curious to see where they go. They'll probably run it back with Charlotte, maybe at the next one, but kind of curious to see who they go with at SummerSlam. Cause I hope they don't give us a break and then bring it back to Charlotte at Summerslam or just run this through till then because that's a long time.
1: Yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe Ronda and Sasha. Rhonda and Bailey, No, you know Bailey's still in the back burner, so she hasn't been back yet. There's there's options out there. there's some options yeah. out there. Uh, Raquel is now on SmackDown, so then they have some options they can do. Uh, so I'm not sure what'll be next. They may have another rematch because if Ronda wins one and Charlotte wins one, they're one and one. You know what I mean? So and the first one they had was DQ, even though Charlotte, oh. lost it was by disqualification at Survivor Series back in 2018. So I think they'll probably have they'll probably have a Hell of a Cell match or something.
0: Yeah, I could see that, which I think be cool seeing. And I feel they got it in a way. It's kind of like Brock had to be in the chamber at one point, you know? It's kind of like, do you, you got to kind of throw Rhonda in the cage? You know, it's kind yeah. of like her, her forte, you know? Um, which I don't think she'll lose in that because it's kind of like you don't want Rhonda to lose an uh, night quit match. I don't think you want her to lose in a cage either because she was great back in the day in the cage. No, 100%. Yeah. And then, um, Following that, the match I'm most uh, excited for, I would say, because I thought it was a banger at Mania. But Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Which, What are you thinking here? Just winner, just everything. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, this this definitely uh, possibly can be the show stealer. I think we're all excited for this match as professional wrestling fans. Uh, we should be, because you know, they're two of the best in the world right now. Been a big fan of Cody Rhodes for a long time, even in AEW when people started to hate him and boo him and stuff like that. Never just Cody. One of the best on the mic, one of the best in the ring. Great, great to tell them stories. Cody is uh, a perfectionist to me. Seth Rollins, same way, perfectionist. um I think Seth gets the win here though, and they have another day, so they go one and one, and then they have the rematch, probably at Hell in a Cell, or, the, or you know, I'm assuming at Hell in a Cell. But I think this is gonna be a good one. But I think Seth gets this one. Uh, he, he he pulls this one off, and then Seth and Cody have another match at the uh, following uh the following show afterwards,
0: the next whatever pay per view. Yeah, that- and. So I agree 100%. I, I think Seth will win with shenanigans, though, in a way. I don't think they want to just flat out pin Cody Clean yet. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. But I could see them doing Hell in a, Cell, a Hell in a Cell match, the two of them. Cody's all about that kind of style of match. Seth, in my opinion, just had a banger in Hell in a Cell with Edge. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So I could see that that going somewhere. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a show stealer. It seemed like it was at Mania. It seemed like it was pretty big there. I don't know if you thought it was. Yeah, it was solid at WrestleMania yeah, for sure. It was solid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, how long Ooh. they go there. And then next, I think another one, hopefully, in my opinion, better than the Mania one. Not that the Mania one wasn't good. I thought it was a little too long, personally, but AJ Styles and Edge. Um, so before we get into picks and all that, what are you thinking of this Edge? and damian priest judgment day faction and then also finn Balor, you know aj doing too sweet the other night
1: yeah the the bullet club sign yeah. um i like the whole judgment day faction i'm digging it i can't wait to see who else they had there been rumors about ray ripley or tommaso champa possibly joining asuka i've heard of alexa bliss i've even heard finn balor you know what i mean so i'm interested to see who they get next to join the group I, i'm very interested to see this um I'm excited you know because edge never had a faction before in the movies so it's like his first mm. official like faction that he's going to be leader of and damian priest think is a perfect fit for him uh that it goes well so i'm excited to see where that goes um as far as the edge styles match that match was a little bit down to at wrestlemania i think people were expecting a lot more which is why it failed because they had so much pressure on them but i think they're going to deliver better at WrestleMania backlash for sure i think they're going to put on a, a better match than they did at WrestleMania. And I think uh, AJ Styles will win this one.
0: I I picked Edge to win at WrestleMania. I think AJ's going to win this one. Yeah, and Damian Priest is banned from ringside. I think. uh, I also think once again pressure because people have wanted that for a while. Then I think Edge's character was still on the newer side. Now it's got more time to develop. I think more people are even into his theme song more. I was kind of not about it at first. Yeah, the other side is crazy. Yeah, now, now it's, like, everywhere, and everyone's jamming out to it. So sometimes just, you know, at this point in his career, I really feel Edge can't really do too too much wrong.
1: Yeah, I've enjoyed his comeback since 2020. I've enjoyed everything he's pretty much done.
0: So I'm yeah. it. he's doing some of his best work. Yeah, so hopefully he keeps that up. And, uh, yeah, I just – and it's crazy because we keep saying, like, the other person's going to win here. So I'm really hoping that Hell in a Cell isn't just another run back. Of a run back. You know, so
1: yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't think it will though. I mean I think no. Hell in a Cell will have it'll be the third trilogy if Cody has won one and Seth won one, you have to find out who the better
0: man is. So it makes sense to do that. Um but I think I think their matches will be good no matter what. Yeah, and I could even see Edge maybe winning this one again and um just uh Due to shenanigans like Finn makes his appearance, Damien makes his, yeah, whatever, and I could see Edge maybe sneaking it that way. Um, I could be wrong though, but we'll see. And that, uh, yeah, then next we got Bobby Lashley and almost you no know, MVPs on his side now. Bobby got that win at Mania. Um, what are you thinking there? Omos wins. Uh, the company seems really high on him right now. Uh, putting him with
1: MVP was a great move for him because he needs a mouthpiece because he's not really the best at promos. So now that MVP can cut his promos for him, all must has to do really is go to the ring mm-hmm. and make people believe that he's a true dominant monster and get over. Once he can do that, I think he'll be a future world champion uh, for them in the future. I think he's probably going to get the push that we all, or most of us wanted Braun Strowman to get as their next top big guy. But for some reason they, they devalued out Braun Strowman's push. I don't know if he had backstage heat or whatever. I don't know, but I think Omas has got a bright future. If he can just go out there and do the things that he's supposed to do and let MVP do the rest, it's gonna be like peanut butter and jelly, man. It's just gonna mix together, bro. I think I think Omos uh, has a bright future. Like I said, the company seems real high on him. And I think they uh they, they obviously like his look. I mean, he's like seven foot three, you know, he's like four hundred pounds mm-hmm. a team. He's a large man, so I think he has a lot of potential. I think Omas has tons of potential, but I think he does beat Bobby since Bobby beat him in WrestleMania. Bobby ended the other undefeated streak, so now you get Omas Omos on the streak Got the way he know we know he can be beat, but just because we know he can be beat doesn't mean he should lose um, a lot. You got to make him, you got to make him your next top monster. Like you got to have people believe that he, he's that that guy. You know what I mean? Like he can go in the ring and destroy people, and you can believe like, oh my gosh, Omas is, is the road that He just destroyed you know so and so.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm cool if he gets the win here because I think Bobby realistically got the important win. I was happy to see Bobby even compete at Mania after the injury and everything they were saying there. So I was really happy about that. I think this is kind of a test though for Omos, having MVP yeah. with them. Because clearly, you know, his mic work was whatever. So I kind of feel like this match or this feud, maybe one more, is kinda of like not saying he'll get like fired. God, I don't want that because I don't see anyone. Right. But I think it's, I think it's getting to the point though with him like kind of make or break. Because I think they split him and AJ up quick because they wanted AJ to do something more at Mania, which he did with Edge. Um, yeah, I just I just hope it's good. You, like at Mania, you saw a lot of green at Omas. So maybe, you know, they've worked on it backstage, their ring work together, everything like that. Bobby seems like a pretty good person to work with in the ring too. So I just personally hope it's, it's just a good one. I wouldn't mind seeing the bigger man because they're both pretty big dudes get that win. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And then uh, I hate being that guy, but the match I'm not really looking forward to. Uh, Happy Corbin and uh, Madcap Moss. I feel this is the, the start of, you know, like you saw them break up. Hopefully Madcap maybe goes back to his old name, Riddick. Riddick Moss from there. You clearly see he's got the potential to be a good face. Like, you know, he's got the physique, you know, He kind of has charisma. I'd like to think, you know, I'm one of them. I kind of laugh at his like little dad jokes or whatever the heck you want to call him. Happy Corbin. Hopefully maybe this will even be a change for him. Cause I don't know about you, but me personally I was a big fan of the bum Corbin.
1: Bum Corbin was okay, but he had, he had the evolving, developing something better. Mm -hmm. Um, Moss and Corbin could definitely put on a good match. Uh, I've liked him his stuff, you know, his matches against Drew McIntyre were pretty good. You know, I think his performance in the Andre battle royal was pretty good too. So I don't know, maybe they have high hopes for him too. I mean, um, uh, he can try to get over with the fans, see how it works. I don't know about him being like a future world champion or anything. I don't personally see that, but he could definitely mm-hmm. be one of their top mid-carders for sure. If he can get over well enough, I think, uh, he could be a pretty solid IC or intercontinental champion or maybe a tag team champion. Maybe put him in a, in a legit tag team with somebody and they can, they can have a good tag team run. So. I'm interested to see what they do with that. Happy Corbin, um, I like Happy Corbin. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think he with the gimmick for a little bit. You know, he's been from like the lone wolf Corbin to uh, Constable Corbin. He was King Corbin. Um, he was Bomb Corbin. Now he's Happy Corbin. You know what I mean, he's got so many so many personas as Corbin. You know what I mean, so Happy Corbin is pretty good though, man. I think he's been having some really good matches at Happy Corbin too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I love. I'm a huge fan of Corbin's in ring work, like from the Deep Six. To the end of days, like, all that finisher was protected for years. You know what I mean? Even hit it on Becky Lynch at one point. Like, the dude knows how to get that go-away heat. Which is, like, wild, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I just think... I think Madcap's clearly probably going to get the win here to try to establish him. Unless they throw someone else to be with Corbin and maybe they make some presents. But I definitely think uh, he's going to... I think it has the potential to be a good one, though. Um, Me too. I do too. Yeah. And then the main event, we got the match that a lot of people didn't think we were getting. We thought we were getting two separate matches. But we're getting RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre versus the Usos and Roman Reigns with the bloodline. So how are you feeling about all this? And first off, I guess, honest opinion. How are you feeling about Because I kind of want to hear how you're feeling about everything. How are you feeling about RK, bro? I love RK, bro, man. I love it. Uh,
1: I do miss Randy Orton back in the singles competition, but what he's doing right now is some of the best work I think he's done as far as character work, man. Uh, mm-hmm. He's having fun. He's bringing a different side of persona of the Randy Orton that we've seen. This is probably the best babyface Randy Orton that we've ever gotten to, to me, because I've never really gotten to babyface Randy Orton before. Always been better as a heel, but his stuff in RK, bro, has been really good, man. Uh, it's a random tacky that was put together, but it's turned out tremendously, so. Um, hopefully whenever they split up, they still have plans for riddle because I think he could still be one of their top guys. Radio is already a legend. He's gonna be a first ballot, WWE hall of famer. So, you know, 14 time world champion, probably maybe passing out Ric Flair's record as uh all time world champion, eventually, maybe in the future, but he's only 42. He's still got a lot of years left in him. Uh, and I I dig the tag team. I'm, I'm really into it.
0: Yeah. uh, Who do you
1: think turns on who, when it does happen? Probably riddle. I think Randy would be maybe too obvious. If they want to do something different with the, with some shock factor, they could have Riddle turn heel. But if they want to go safe and play well, then you go with Randy Orton. Because we know Randy Orton can play a great heel. But the question is, can Riddle play a great heel? Because his, his character is more of like a hippie, goofy type character, you know, lay back and chill. He would have to turn it up, you know, to to an all 10. So is that something that he'd be willing to do or could do? I don't know. But we all know how great Randy is a heel. So I mean if they just wanted the Randy to turn heel on I mean, him just Make him a heel again. They could always go that route.
0: Yeah. So I'm usually all about wrestling companies in general taking a gamble, but I think Randy should be the heel. I think they should go the safe route because I don't think Riddle's ever been a heel. I don't know how he would handle that. And as we naturally say, I think we all think Randy Orton's a better heel. You know, they made it the special about him, the evil, how he's very open about it. So it's like, kind of, you know, use that to your strength. You know what I mean? And it seems brittle even without Randy, is very over with everyone from backstage to the audience. So it's like, just play it safe. Randy just keeps saying, like, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. Kind of like with uh, KO and Jericho when they broke up. Like, you knew when yeah. it was going to happen. It was going to be KO. Like, I think I think you got to go the safe route with this one. Yeah.
1: Uh, they could go the safe route. Like I said, I think they probably more than likely will. I'm about... sure they'll they'll go the safe route. And then, you know, the other one, they they probably could go dangerously and and see if Riddle can really pull off the hill work. So they could could go the route. I mean, it's how you build stars, too. See what Riddle's really made of.
0: Yeah, because I think Riddle can be a champion one day. And then with champions like with Drew, so first, just a simple yes or no. Well, yes, if yes, how long until? Do you see them doing two separate titles again? Or do you think this actually rides out for a little bit? Like when I say a little bit, like maybe a year, like by, by mania next year, do you see one or two titles? One. You think one? I think they're
1: going to choose. I mean, they could go two, but I mean, they, I mean, they could have, I'm sorry. They're going to have two: the WWE and universal title. I don't think they're going to combine it in, Bring back a new championship. They could, but I think it'll be two titles. I think Roman's gonna hold both of them uh, consistently, simultaneously. simultaneously. Um, because anybody's been undisputed champion besides Jericho and Triple H were the only ones to carry it simultaneously, and Cena did it too. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I feel like they're gonna
0: keep both titles the same. I don't really see them changing anything. Okay, and then because a lot of people for a while. We're like, it's got to be Cody. And I'm a believer in that because, like, unless Rock comes back and he wins at Mania, like, that's it. But I I, I think Cody. I personally want Cody. I just think it makes the most sense to keep his momentum going, whether you do it at SummerSlam, Mania, wherever you do it. But then you also got um, a lot of people thinking they should do it with Drew at the UK show. Because we yeah. all see UK fans are very, like, we think we're passionate. Like, I'll never forget the mania I went to was actually Drew and Roman, you know, when the, the, you know, was the opposite in heel and face. And two rows in front of us were these guys from Scotland. And when Drew came out, you would have thought they it was they were preparing for Rock and Cena or yeah. like Rock and Austin or whoever you want to throw out there. Like, it was nuts. Like, and I can only imagine that's the reaction you would get, you know, but... Once again, you know, historically, you don't win in your hometown or home area. So, you know, but because that's definitely going to be the match. There's Roman and Drew at that show.
1: I think it should be. Uh, I mean, Roman Reigns uh, is top guy material to I me. Mean, he has the uh, the opportunity and the ability to to do some great things as champion. Um, but I'm, I'm, curious to what, what too. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens too. I'm curious to see what happens and it goes down because. I feel like there are a lot of different scenarios they could do. I definitely see Roman and Drew happen at the UK show. And if it does happen, I mean, do they really have Drew lose in his hometown in the UK? Because they, they still owe Drew that, that moment that he got robbed of at WrestleMania. You know, we all know he was going to beat Brock at WrestleMania 36, but due to COVID, the pandemic hit, and we weren't able to be there. Um, and Drew won the WWE Championship, but it was in front of nobody. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and, then and then even there, that.
1: I think they still owe him that moment. He deserves that moment. And if he's able to beat Roman, be the first person to pin the tribal chief versus Roman Reigns
0: in the UK, the place is going to go crazy. Yeah, and I agree. So I'll say this. I want Cody. So do I. He's never never had the title. You know, I'm a big fan and like, yo, this guy's never had the title. Like even like with Punk, like in this scenario, yeah, he's been a multiple time world champ, but he hasn't had the AEW one. Been gone for seven years, all about him winning the title. But if Drew's going to do it, it has to be there. Like, I don't want him winning at SummerSlam and defending there. Like, if it's going to be Drew, that's the only time I personally want to see it.
1: I mean, it's the perfect time that makes sense. So it's all just about if like, they really pull the trigger or if it really just depends on how long they want him, Roman, to be the champion. I mean, he could be the champion mm-hmm. over next year for all we know. So,
0: yeah, because that shows in September. So, if, yeah, I think it's like september 3rd and roman won the title at the end of august of 20 So he would have over a two-year reign yeah. As you know, because and at this point he's either losing that title at SummerSlam, The uk show or mania like if he wins that if he's still champion leaving uk show He's not dropping that title even at the rumble. I would say like he's holding that that's one thing. I wish wwe um would do better even with both titles is not just have title changes that like i would even say the big two just SummerSlam and mania like i'm big into like the attitude eric's that's when i first started watching and i was thinking about it today like some people hate the multiple multiple title changes but when triple h won in 02 at mania he lost it to hogan at backlash who lost it to taker at judgment day who lost it to the rock at vengeance who lost it to brock at SummerSlam. yeah so I kind of like them seek. Now, that scenario, in my opinion, has too many. But it's kind of like, you know, like if Drew and Roman were to fight for the title Sunday, like I had a feeling like it's obvious Roman's going to win. Like he's not going to win at WrestleMania Backlash. In a, and I've been there zillions of times in a small arena in Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, it'll definitely be on a bigger stage in the stadium where people can go absolutely no. I mean whenever Roman loses, it's gonna feel like a big deal. Whoever beats him, you know what I mean? Because
0: Exactly. And that's why it's gotta be in front of everyone. But who do you got winning here?
1: Uh, the Bloodline for sure. Yeah? Yeah, they're not they're not losing. Roman ain't losing no time soon.
0: Yeah, I'll admit I mean, if the if,
1: if the bloodline does lose, then one of the Usos will get pinned, obviously. But um Roman I don't think honestly I don't know I don't think Roman will probably be pinned for quite some time honestly like yeah I think possibly he could he could go for a four year championship reign I think they might have him pass a Hulk Hogan's record that Hulk Hogan has it's because of the backlash that Hulk Hogan's received you know the last couple of years of the racism you know stuff that he mm-hmm. that people found, out, people found out about him cuz you know historically if something bad happens to somebody in WWE they try to erase uh something about them or if something yep. happens, something happens they don't like, you know, look, for example, you know, Brock Lesnar, uh, beat beat the rock Punk. So Brock Lesnar beat the rock back in 2002 at the time. He was the youngest world champion at the time. He was 25 uh, when he beat the rock, but then he left WWE two years later and kind of made Vince a little upset. You know what I mean? Cause he was one of their top guys, you know what I mean? So they had that work.
0: guaranteed contract money. So then they had Randy Orton break the record. Now he's the youngest world champion. You know what I
1: mean? So it's like little things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no. And then stuff.
0: I thought the scenario, uh, uh, history, I thought you were going to say, was when Punk uh, Brock beat Punk's reign. You know, Punk had that long reign, and then Brock won the universal title and had it for like 500 days or however long it was, you know, just to beat him there. You know? So they always – they definitely do that. And, you know, and I'll admit, like – Cause I like long term storytelling, but it's very obvious that Roman and Paul Heyman are running the show when it comes to him. So as long as they keep it going and he keeps getting good, fresh opponents, like I think it's fine. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, he, I I just hope they don't dwell on Drew all the way to eat the SummerSlam with the UK show. Like let Roman get someone at friggin' Hell in a Cell and Monday. Yeah, and I, th-
1: I think they'll probably. I mean, they they kind of tease Nakamura a little bit, so they may do something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they don't really have as many stars, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, they may even try to, I mean, the person who beats Roman, excuse me, I think is going to be somebody they're going to try to help build next up in their company. Uh, It could be Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes has never been the world champion in WWE, and the storyline would be perfect just because he does it for his father. He does it for his brother, for himself, you know what I mean? Like, he shows that, hey, you know, uh, I was always meant to be a world champion. I was – he left WWE in 2016 because he he said I'm bigger than stardust uh, and I'm gonna go out here on the Indies and show everybody that I'm my name is is very valuable and he's built that up you know now he, he's one of the he's a he's a superstar now, it could mm-hmm. be Cody, it could be Drew for, to get that moment but uh realistically I think it might be somebody like Omos or maybe Braun Breaker or Gable Stevenson Austin Theory somebody that uh, they have right plans for I think all five of those guys right there all sorry all four of those guys. Uh, have bright futures uh the austin theory is us champion right now vincent at wrestlemania the austin theory is going to be a future world champion so they they have high hope for him he's still young he's somebody that has a good look that they like uh braun breaker ever since they revamped the nxt 2.0 era he's been pushed instantly to be their top guy uh he hasn't even been on tv for a full year he's already a
0: two-time nxt champion so mm-hmm. uh he's definitely going to be one of their next top guys
1: gable Steve and like fun- won
0: one of those titles at a raw the rock raw, the Mania. So they made it on a public uh, stage too. A bit more. Yeah, uh,
1: Gable Stevenson is a former uh, Olympic gold. He's an Olympic gold medalist. You know what I mean? The only other person to ever being WWE that held that was Kurt Angle, and they pushed him to the moon. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and he was highly recruited to come to WWE. So, and this this guy really is maybe a, a bigger athletic version of Kurt Angle. He's like six foot one. He's like two hundred something pounds. He's insanely athletic. So I mean, they're going to try to make him the next Kurt Angle. Uh, when Kurt Angle first came to WWE. His rookie year, he probably had the best rookie year of any WWE superstar. He came in and won the King of the Ring. He won the Intercontinental and European title at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he beat, beat The Rock to become WWE champion. And then at the end of the year, he won the six-man hell in a cell. And they had, like, all the superstars in it. You know what I mean? So, like, they solidified Kurt Angle from, from the jump. Like, you know, he, he we're going to make him one of our stars. Gable season would probably be like that. Um, I don't know if he'll come in facing legends off the bat, but they're definitely going to try to make him. the next Kurt Angle, I feel like. Uh and then you have Omas. Talked about him earlier. You know, they they put him with MVP for a reason, uh, because I don't think Vince has given up on him. I think they like him. Uh he's young still too. He obviously he's, he's huge. He's like seven three. You know, he he has a great look that they like. And I think they're gonna try to make him the next top monster of the company. You know what I mean? So if his experiment with MVP goes good, all MVP has to really do is cut his promos and hype him up. Omas just has to go to the ring and do the rest and make people believe that he's a monster and get over if he can do that then he'll definitely be an next he'll, he'll be world champion in the future
0: yeah and like you said kind of like with the cody thing going out to make his name sometimes you know so might get some heat from this one but when wwe does these mass releases as a human naturally you feel bad you know like regardless a lot of them will find work somewhere you know what i mean they get the 90 days where, but you feel bad so yeah someone lost their job then you hear the interviews a lot of them like yes thank god i'm out of there <laughs> and uh they move on, but sometimes that's just like what you need in a way, whether that's going to AEW and making your name and just staying there. Like, you know what I mean? Like Keith Lee, perfect example. Left, nice with AEW, might just stay there and make his name and become a zillion-time AEW champion. So, but look at Drew, left, two-time champion, came back, came once he came back. Bobby Lashley, left, came back. He's had a title every year. He's like, a, since Lashley's been back, I looked it up, a two-time US. Intercontinental and wwe champion yeah i mean
1: some people might leave make themselves bigger come back It really just depends WWE releasing all these superstars it's terrible but you know um they're limiting their roster because they, they're trying to build other stars up i guess from the 2.0 era they're trying to make their own fresh stars um and i mean as much as people hate to admit it they're not struggling i mean they just had their highest profit year last year and a billion dollars so like they're They're more successful than ever. They they continue to get bigger and bigger, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. This was I just read an article today. This is they made like three hundred and like twenty two million this quarter. And this was the highest gross mania like ever. Yeah. I mean Um, I I I sent a tweet to them saying I credit uh, Pat McAfee for that. But um They they continue
1: to get bigger and bigger, man. Like, you know, when we grew up as kids watching WWE, the product was way better back then than it is now. But the WWE on a global scale wasn't as big back then than it is now. It's it's bigger than ever. You know they have, they're having more stadium shows per year. You know they're I saw today about an article about they're having another video game coming out. They're they're working on having a separate video game from 2K. You know what I mean? So like you know they're, they're kind of like how it was when we grew up. You know they had, uh, they had SmackDown vs Raw, but you also had like Day of Reckoning or you had you know other stuff like that. You know what I mean? So they're continuing to get bigger and bigger on a global scale. Like everybody, everybody at this point knows what WWE is. Like it's bigger than ever. They have sponsorships. Mm-hmm um they get they get broadcasted by espn sports center you know they're talked about as a sport you know we were growing up well none of that there was no coverage. yeah there. that was
0: never on there
1: it was never on sports center you know what i mean like it's bigger than ever now so i mean it, it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger i feel like you know vince has vince has achieved his ultimate goal you know when he bought the company from his dad in 82 his goal was to take the wrestling out of the territorial stuff and make it global and be worldwide where everybody knows what it is and Everybody in any country, any state, you know what WWE is. You may not watch it, but you, you know the name. Oh, that's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what that is. Even some of the wrestlers, like you may not even know, you may not even watch a uh, match that The Rock had. Who's The Rock? Is you know, you know what John mm-hmm. Cena is. Um, Even like Batista now. Batista's easy big in Hollywood. Stone Cold, yeah. you know, the Undertaker. You know, like you know these guys. You know, like you know who these
0: people are. So yeah, and they're getting a lot more broadcasts, too. Being on Fox now, they're getting you know during football season. Every Sunday, cause I watch almost every game every weekend. Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks was because they were the champs, I believe. Whatever, but programming them and it's nuts. Cause I know dudes. I was with dudes this weekend, and I I still get the joke. Oh, you watch that, blah blah blah. But everyone knows how like passionate I am about it, so it's not like for real talk. But uh, I'm like I'm like I asked them, who do you know? And a lot of them know like that Punk's back. They don't know all about Ada, but they know he's back. But everyone knows who Roman Reigns is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and it's crazy you're saying that because I hope the same for AEW. I hope they get even bigger. You know what I mean? I want to see everyone get as big and everyone, you know, get it. But even what they're doing with the celebrities, like these celebrities are coming in, like Logan Paul. Like he did great at Mania, in my opinion.
1: AEW has. a I mean, they, they could get as big. But I don't. I don't think they'll ever be bigger than WWE. I mean, WWE. Oh, no, never is, bigger. Now, Vince has done so much with the company over years and years of time of a time span. I mean, he's he solidified it as for life pretty much once he's dead and he's gone whether it's Stephanie Triple H Shane or whoever takes over the company they're in good hands you know what I mean like you know and if it's Triple H takes over it'll be in really good hands because we also have good NXT is So, like Triple H's vision for the company is very different than events you know what I mean so he may he may make it even better you know he has he has an opportunity to probably make it even better than it is you know what I mean so and yeah. you know you know, Vince is, he's teaching himself along the way, like, Hey, this, this is how you're supposed to do this. You know, this, this is what you do here. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're continuing to grow, man, bigger and bigger. It will forever be huge. Um, so big now WrestleMania's you know, two night event now, not even one, it's two, uh, it's a whole week where they take over an entire town. And you know, I, I was at WrestleMania. It's insane. Every, everywhere you go posters
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the wall, you know what I mean? It's billboards. It's, it's all over the place. So, um, A.W. has potential to get big as well. I mean, I think they already are big. If you're a wrestling fan, um, they're they're big enough. Um, But as far as the global worldwide, they don't have that yet. Can they get there for Mm -hmm. sure? Tony Khan got lots of money. They got a lot of uh, investors.
0: They got a lot of people who are interested in going there, too. Yeah. Um Yeah. Now, I want to get your opinion on something, as I would say, a wrestling social media influencer, as you are, you know, you have a lot of followings, you put some great content out there, even from doing things on your own. Now you have a podcast, which I want you to plug once we're done later on. But even like you've had me on in the Jeopardy shows, like you're not just putting like, hey, this is funny, blah, blah, blah. But what I want to get your opinion on is the Internet wrestling community, because this is something we talk about a lot. And I'm a firm believer that the internet is kind of like the worst thing in a way for wrestling, right? Because everyone's always just complaining on it, on every company, the bots, you know, Tony Khan and his bots, that was funny. I thought that was great actually, But, um, but just like, I feel, I try to put myself even like when I was watching in high school and like in 2011, when I wasn't on any likes following any pages or just wasn't at that level yet, like I enjoyed it more. Do you think people would kind of enjoy it more if they stopped maybe following the trends of this company stinks, this company stinks, this guy or girl stinks, because it's kind of like in a weird way, the cool thing to do is like awkward and just idiotic as that sounds and just enjoyed the show?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, there are probably people who complain around our time too. Social media just wasn't around for us to see it uh, Mm -hmm. more. Oh, for sure. Obviously. That's how it always is wrestling fans though uh it's impossible to please every wrestling fan because everybody has their own opinions or perspectives of how things should be booked how things should work you can't make every wrestling fan happy it's, it's literally the most impossible thing ever um mm-hmm. people will feel how they want to feel i do think it is toxic though it's definitely one of the to- most toxic uh communities out there it's definitely toxic for sure um but you know when it comes to people's opinions i let people think what they want to think even if they're their thoughts can be insane sometimes. I just like, you know, if that's what you believe in, whatever. Uh, but always just have uh, a reason, a valid reason for what you think. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like somebody, you know, just don't be like, I don't like them because I don't like them. What, 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 why did not like them? You know what I mean? Like, what, what stands out if you don't like that storyline? Okay, why don't you like this storyline? What is it about this storyline you, you don't like that? Maybe somebody can understand. Like, oh, okay, I understand that. You know what I mean? I, I get why you maybe not like it because not mm-hmm. everybody is going to like everything else. Like I said, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, Some things will happen that you look at like, oh, you know, I wasn't a big fan of that. I didn't really enjoy that. Um, You know, like for me, you know, uh, let's see. uh, Like I never really, I never really got into like babyface Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Like I just much rather him be a heel. Like he's so much better as a heel to me. Like his, his heel work is whether he was the architect or the visionary now or the Messiah, you know, like everything he's done as a heel has been great to me his babyface run though like 2018 though like he was having great matches but like as far as character work he was just he was just there like you know he just doesn't feel like he didn't he just felt like another guy to me you know what i mean like i just never really mm-hmm. to, to what he was doing what saved him for me was he, he could put on a great match with anybody you know what i mean like yeah he was having phenomenal matches intercontinental champion and stuff but as far as character work as babyface it just wasn't that great to me I'd much rather see him as as, as a heel um and That's an opinion I think people can understand. Like, okay, I, I can see that, you know, because Seth Rollins is a really good heel, you know what I mean? So maybe, yeah. maybe Facebook yeah. wasn't that great. But like when people say like like oh the Undertaker's overrated, like how how is the Undertaker overrated? You know what I mean? Like I think people use that word a lot too too much in wrestling, overrated. Like they feel like everybody's overrated. This guy's mm. overrated. Oh that
0: guy's Yeah, and overrated. I think yeah, and I think it's also I think people care too much about other people's opinions. Yes and i i always I, i'm a very positive person i have been my whole life so i find the positive in like everything like you know what i mean like, some, like yeah, sometimes yeah i try to i try yeah. to do the
1: same i mean but i don't do
0: that with wrestling i do that with life like yeah. i tell people i could talk to a wall i get told all the time at work like i have just a great personality like it's just, it's just my character is just how i am mm-hmm. but it's like it's kind of like this if i'm like I tweet, which I don't tweet really. My wrestling takes, honestly. I just like will retweet or quote something like cool if something happened like that. But say I was one of them, and I'd be like, "Wow, that was a great match. Roman Reigns and Shinsuke Nakamura had, and twenty people didn't like it, and they'll make me seem like I'm the scum of the earth because I didn't like it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, because I did like it, I should say. You you can like so. what you like. You like what you're not like. Some people are, you know.
1: I mean, listen, I my favorite wrestler of all time is John Cena, bro. Like, there's nobody more controversial than, than John Cena. So, like, I grew up people who hated him. I grew up people mm-hmm. who loved him. I mean, it's two different sides. you know, in-between. But I understand why people don't like John Cena. You know, for some people who were adults from that time, Cena was – he was too corny. He was too much of a good guy, too much of pandering to the kids. You know I mean? He was, like, the ultimate superhero that like, you just didn't want yeah. to wrestle. I get it. I get it. For people like me – you also got to understand why John Cena was like my idol growing up. Like for me growing up, like he was everything. Everybody's saying like he was mm-hmm. so inspirational. You know, you know, his, 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 the way he could talk, you know, the the believability behind his gimmick, you know, when he would win certain matches or overcome the odds, you know, you
0: felt like you, you were vicarious at living through him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, you know,
1: you just really yeah, I was
0: always it. a Cena guy personally because, like I said, when he, I was watched, when he got big, like when he won the US title and did all that, I'm a big rap music guy. So that was big to me. He's from Massachusetts. I'm from Rhode Island. That's why I another reason I'm a big Sasha. Like I know she traveled and lived everywhere, but build from Boston. Like, you know what I mean? Like in NXT, I'm a mean, huge Tony D'Angelo guy just because he's Italian. Like literally yeah. that's why. You know what I mean? Like that I follow where I'm at. But so I've always did. But I think Cena, the big thing with Cena, and here's why I'll say this. So in like 2015, uh, me and uh, B-Rob went to Battleground when he was fighting Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens is brand new, I think it was their second match. Yeah, because KO just beat him. At that point, no, it wasn't that was, over. That was their first match at a row. No, it? no, that was so the yeah,
1: I no, that That might have been the first match with the Chamber. That's when he lost. Yeah, so That's it was
0: the second game. one. Yeah, because the Money right? the
1: Bank was the second one. The Battleground was their third one, because they had the one at Money in the Bank.
0: That was their second okay. one. Okay, yeah, 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 because that one was for the U.S. title, I think. That yeah. one. And the so, last one was
1: for the U.S. title, I believe.
0: Yep, so the one I went to, regard, I whatever, second, third, Cena won. And it's not because at that point I wasn't over Cena like go away, but it's like yo like I like this KO guy like I'm behind him from NXT. So at that point you were kind of like not I don't want to say sick of him, but you you want something new, you know? Right. Like we kept having vanilla ice cream now I want strawberry. And I remember going to show I was like oh god I'm gonna boo the shit out of Cena blah blah blah. And then when John Cena comes out what am I doing? I'm recording him and like clapping. Because yeah. John Cena has that effect now he comes back at money in the bank got that huge pop at SummerSlam His pop was one of the pops of the night You know the the biggest pop in my opinion was uh, when Bobby Lashley put Goldberg some in the hurt lock. I that never heard crazy. so many I never heard so many people I like, uh, cuz going into it You know, I, the only thing I was excited about with that and I get heat for it, is I was on team Lashley, I've loved Lashley forever, but I was excited to see Goldberg's extension. So I was literally it. Never got yeah, to see Goldberg
1: it. Goldberg in person, like I would love to see. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean,
0: like I like that I record. And I know it. he's older now, but like I'm going to SummerSlam this year. So like
1: if he's gonna wrestle, I'm like, hey, I've never seen Goldberg. Like I was I was supposed to see Goldberg back at WrestleMania 36, but then COVID happened. So like yeah. you know, but I was I was excited. Like everybody else was like, Oh, Goldberg and Roman. And I was like, bro, like I could to see Goldberg, like I've never seen Goldberg in person before. Like it's maybe yeah, like, I
0: think it's I think it's more that feeling though. When you get to see it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think, wait, I think that's what it is too more because I bet you if I didn't go to SummerSlam, I probably would have been like, uh, the only thing I worry about till this day with Goldberg is like, oh my God, like you never know when he's actually going to win. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only thing like you he knew. That that, right. Like I don't care what anyone said. I knew Cena wasn't beating Roman, but they did great storytelling in that match. At some points I was like, holy shit, this dude actually might do it. And in a weird way, I was hoping he did it because I would have been there. You know, like that was that, but uh, just like when Edge came out with The Brood, I was like, ah, like my childhood right there. But yeah, uh, yeah so I guess yeah, back to Cena. Like, you know that he, but now it's like when Cena comes around, everyone loves it. It's, it's opposite now because he's not he's not there anymore. So now
1: people are like, damn, like I really miss Cena. Like he, I miss how valuable he was to the product. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Some people aren't respected enough until after they're done. Like people don't appreciate their greatness until. That's how it'll be for guys like LeBron James. LeBron James mm-hmm. probably one of the most hated athletes on the planet for nothing. He's never done anything wrong in his whole life. Married mm-hmm. uh, the woman that he was with in high school, got kids, family man. He's just so great that people just hate him so much. And because he's a legit threat to being the go over Jordan too, people were like, you know, some people were like who grew up in the Jordan era. Some people's greatnesses are just held to a high standard. And for some people, Jordan is so great. That when they hear like LeBron can be better than Jordan, they don't want to, like I, I want to hear that. I don't, I don't want to hear that. But it's like if you really look at it, it's really true. Like he's there. Like his greatness is is, is right there. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. People just don't want to put other people to other high standards, and LeBron is one of those people. Like he's he's done nothing wrong his whole career. But his greatness is like he can't he can't hate on this man because he's so he's so great. Same with Tom Brady. Like people, that's you, my boy. People for years despise man, want him to lose so bad, but it's like. How long is it really gonna be for y'all really sit back and be like, okay, like he's 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 just that great? Like I don't don't even know what to say anymore. Like he's he's just that good. Some people just have that it factor, like they're just they're just that good. John Cena, he retired for a month and the whole world turned upside down. It's it's John Cena has that factor. Like people didn't appreciate him enough when he was there because they hated him so much. But now that he's gone, people are now like, damn, John Cena was it was really the man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's really that good, you know what I mean? So it's like you know it's 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 like that with with when it comes to certain people's greatness you know what i mean some people just have that effect were it's like it's like Floyd Mayweather the same way people you know they they mm. they, they they love to hate on Mayweather but like if he came out and fought tomorrow they're gonna go watch him fight you know what i mean because oh absolutely he yeah like yeah it's, it's, and it's we like live in the it.
0: and we were saying it the other day we live in the i want it now world and my example i use is hook hook's very over right And all of a sudden, one person's going to send a tweet one day. Hook should be champion. If Hook's not champion that following dynamite, the world's going to burn. It's going to turn upside down. AEW stinks. They're burying this kid. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's, I think, also, like, a problem we live in. But I'm a big proprietor, and we just sometimes got to take a step back and just enjoy it as, like, a whole. Yeah. You know? But... It, it's hard because i think overall we live in a negative world that's just me i feel everyone's always negative, oh, yeah. negative. But, but the world's always been that way the world's never been a great place
1: like when has it yeah. ever been when has the world ever been a great place you look at it's way worse before our time we go back and look at histories you know those stuff oh, like history the, yeah. the holocaust or you know
0: yeah
1: wars like there's there legit wars throughout our time like people murdered like thousands of people murdered you know over war you know what i mean like even if you go back to years and years before like the viking days like that's survival of the fittest out there. Like you could die at any time. Like you, you could wake up and die the next day. Like you don't even know. You could just get stabbed like at any point in time. That's like, civil war. They were standing yeah, right and shooting across from each other. Yeah, it's like legit like survival of the fittest. Like you're fighting over territory, you're fighting over respect. You're fighting yeah. over gods. You know what I mean? Like it's but everything was different back then, but it's like the world's never been a great place, you know what I mean? Like we celebrate Christopher Columbus Day, but like was he really the first person in America? Because there were a Native American before him, but like he came here and just took all their land so like was he really the first person to discover america or it's just mm-hmm. white and they make it want they just want to make it seem that way you know what i mean so it's like is the world's never been a good place there's been so many bad things that have happened throughout the world like i said war is probably one of the worst things you could ever even imagine i mean like you were in the service you know what i mean so it's like it's like you probably, I don't know if you have ever fought or anything, but you probably seen some shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, it's like, damn, like you know, I yeah. Something. Being,
0: I, I think that's what it is too. You know, being in ten years, I'm actually deploying next year again. But I, I did do a, a deployment very early on to Afghanistan, so I think maybe that's why I'm the way I am. But I've always been happy, so I'm not gonna be that guy to be like, I'm happy because of this. this but I know this. Like,
1: some people, like uh, my friend's dad, was in. So he went to, he was in the service, but like, he was in there with, like once nine eleven happened. So once after nine <laughs> eleven happened, he had to go fight. You know what I mean? And live there, like and he came yeah. back. You Know he's 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 told us some stories, bro. Like, some shit. like, yeah. man, like, I, I, I saw some things that like will really like mentally like mess you. Like, he got that PTSD stuff, like, that shit real. Like, he really got that, so like, he yeah, was, yeah,
0: he, yeah, definitely is. He hears, and he hears then, down, so
1: he'll be like, you know, you like it, like, it could be like a firecracker, like, oh, like, yeah, you know, something like because you do just when you, you see stuff, like, I feel like as human beings, sometimes you really impose these things that you like could really traumatize you, you know what I mean? Like, it could be. It could be a death, you know, it could be seeing somebody get hurt, you know, it could be anything, you know what I mean? Like, you could see some things in your lifetime that really could, could really affect you, like mentally. So, like, the world has always been a bad place. I just try to, I, the world's always been a bad place, but there, there are positive people in the world, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. to make like, the world a better place, a better positive place. It's just so hard because there's so many people in the world and so many bad people in the world just are good people. I know some people don't like to believe that the world can be evil, but. it's it's real bro like there are some some very some very bad people out
0: there yeah no i agree and uh so we're approaching like our final about 10 minutes here so uh one thing i want to do before we wrap up not gonna lie though that past like 10 15 minutes just like talking life like big fan of that i'm one of them all the time it's
1: real real, real life shit bro like i've never been i've never been through like anything bad like i've gone through anxiety stuff but i've never like like I, you ever thought like you've gone through some shit and you heard somebody's story, like damn, like I thought I was going like through. I got it good. Yeah, like I thought I was going through like some some deep stuff, but like we're 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 nice enough to live like in a house, you know. Like we have a house, mm-hmm. I have food, you know, to eat. But like there are people out there who don't have that. Like there's people yeah. like who's like, on the street right now, like who like can't even get their next meal. You know what I mean? So like you sometimes you think you may have it bad. Like oh man, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. I don't, don't want to go work, but it's like bro, like lucky well, to go to guys. work. Yeah, there's some people out here like who don't have the the privileges to have some of the people doing it. I mean, so you gotta, you gotta take life for granted, man. Like, you know, you never know when, how life can be, man. You never know when you take your last breath. Life's short too, man. You wake up tomorrow and not even wake You need to be dead. You no, know, you go to sleep. Not even wake up. Not even know Life's over with. Yep. I mean,
0: never, never, exactly. So. Exactly. So my big final question for you before we, we start wrapping it up is what's your shocker of 2022 going to be? What's something that you think is gonna happen in the wrestling world that's a shocker? Whether it's who beats Roman, does Punk win a double or nothing? Does this person show up in AEW or back in WWE? Or what, what? what's your wild take that's gonna happen this year in 2022? God, in 2022. Cause I know we all be thinking stuff in our heads. So I wonder what's going on in the head of yours. What do you yeah, think uh, wild?
1: Uh, I don't know if I have any big ones for 2022. I'll say this one. I don't know. It, it won't be this year, I don't think. But at some point, I guarantee that Kenny Omega will go to WWE at one point. Uh, I know that he was, for some people who may not know, he almost went there. Uh, he visited WWE headquarters and everything, you know. But AEW was fresh and new to the company. His boys were there. And, you know, the creative control aspect uh, really is what kept him from going. But I heard that they really want him. I mean, they, they really want him, and I think Cody going back to WWE is going to open up a lot of doors for people to go there. And I think uh, I think for Kenny's career, that's the last thing he has to do. It's the only thing he hasn't done yet uh, is go to WWE as the star he is now. He's done everything in New Japan. Uh, he's been the champion in AEW. Uh, he was TNA champion, uh, Impact champion. You know I mean, so like he's he's done it all through the Indies. But
0: the one thing he hasn't done on the big stage is WWE. And think, he's like uh, a damn he's a damn near grand slam world heavyweight champion i mean he could be
1: the first guy in history to um be the new japan world champion the aw world champion the impact world champion tna world champion and the wwe champion i mean so i mean he has a chance to do things i think he i think he will go there eventually i think people are like expecting maybe mjf to go there eventually too but I think Kenny Omega will will go there eventually. I don't know when his contract is up or anything. I don't know those details, but whenever his contract is up, I think he will strongly consider going there.
0: I think we got like another two years because they signed everyone in early nineteen, and Cody did three. That's why he, he was up in January. But I think I, I think
1: he might be. I think he's up next year. From what I heard, actually, nothing about it.
0: I yeah, because I know like who was it? It was. Um, the hex was it it was someone from the like the og signings had a three-year and they picked up on their two-year option to make it a five like they actually did with matt hardy he had a three-year deal he's been there too then when jeff signed for three they made they took up matt hardy's two-year option, so now they actually finished together the hardy boys yeah
1: yeah so it it makes sense but i think i think kenny uh you know a lot of more people from wwe they gotta go to aw you know what i mean but i think the big one He's going to be Kenny. I think he he goes to WWE at some point.
0: Yeah, I'm all about seeing the flip-flopping. So, Let
1: me think of a big shocker that would happen this year, man. I can't think oh,
0: of anything, yeah, yeah, no, I want to
1: hear it. Anything crazy that would happen this year on top of my head that I can really think of.
0: Um, This year? Mine, Charlotte to AEW. Ooh. I think Charlotte will go to AEW, huh? <laughs> Between this year and, like I said, maybe next year, I, I see Charlotte. I don't
1: think Vince. Oh, he! I don't think gonna get rid right of her, man. He gonna offer her the deal of a lifetime. I don't. I don't think she. Uh, she gonna win well, like it, we said. Right? TK can't <laughs> that money. TK got that
0: money
1: too, though. I mean, he, she could and her. Her. Her fiance is there too, but Vince. Vince knows how much Charlotte means to that division. He gonna. He. He gonna make sure you know he, he got that on lock. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna make sure you he stay here. Uh, I'm gonna say for me though, I'll say. Um, man biggest shocker of the year maybe i can't really think of anything on top of my head off anything anything spicy i don't know i'm just gonna say with kenny i can't think of anything spicy on top of my head right now that i can i i
0: I still think it's a wild take and people listen to this and be like oh my god that guy's insane Blah 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 um man so i just want to say at this time thank you for coming on chatting again you're a second time you know appear here hopefully many many more in the future um so before we go i want you plug yourself tell everyone where we can find you on social media uh
1: tiktok instagram twitter all my social medias uh narcolepsyboy94 that's my only social media is narcolepsyboy94 so if you see anything else that doesn't have that it's not me i know there are people with main pages like narcolepsyboy95 that's not me uh, there's other people who've made pages like this, not me. They, if it don't have 94 behind it, it's not me. Um, you also go follow my, uh, I just got a new wrestling podcast dropped, the RWP podcast, World's Wrestling Podcast. Uh, all the social medias you can follow for uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything is World's Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you guys check that out if you're a big pro wrestling fan. You love to listen to podcasts like this. Uh, we have a lot of great things coming for you planned. We have uh, game shows we got for you guys, we have review shows, rebooking shows. We have trivias, uh, we have special guests, you know, we, we do it all, man. We're trying to mix it up for you guys. So make sure you guys go check that out. It would be much appreciated.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely some good stuff on the social media. Looking forward to listening to the podcast myself. As for me, you can follow the name, Nick Anastelli, on TikTok. I mean, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I really don't post a lot of TikTok. So um, for, the, for the boys that are on here, you can follow B-Rob, you know, the 3R show, uh, you know his RBR wrestling. You can follow that weekly wrestling. Uh, the mayor Dan Dinkins. I ain't gonna do him injustice and go on his spiel he does when he opens. I love it, but I'm not gonna do that. That's his thing. But you can follow the starting five podcast. Then you got Lou from the Bronx. Follow him. to everything podcast with him. Um, and then also here, most importantly, on Twitter at wrestling be trash and Instagram wrestling is trash. As I said on the last show. Going to start doing these a lot more frequently, trying to get that following up there, doing what we can. Um, So I just want to say thank you at this time for everyone watching, and we'll be hearing from you real soon. Thank you.